0: Comics Podcast, episode 40. and I'm Drew. I'm Don. Scott. And Scott has something to say about Howard Chaykin. Go ahead, Scott. Oh, well, I just read a little blurb about the fact that... He
1: re- I guess he did the art for the first Star Wars adaptation, yeah, adaptation Adapt. and things. And he and wants it, people to
0: stop acting like that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, see, he doesn't like people asking questions about it, whatever the heck else. He I hates think he's it. Uh, yeah, he hates that. Well, he sci-fi said scene.
2: he said he just wow, like did ha- cool.
0: he said he just like hacked it out or whatever and didn't really put much effort into it because he didn't know it was going to be some huge. It almost
1: thing. made it sound like he was like pissed off that it made so much money and that he didn't get
0: royalties for it. What
1: do you want me to do? To get will I probably
0: get some paper towels from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> a towel yeah. no please don't you don't want it to smell like beer no now he's ruined this tablecloth until you fall in <sighs> the washer it's true so cool yeah I read that thing about he, was, he said he'd still sign it and he'd still be happy about it but he, what he said okay he wasn't too he just like don't like I think he was saying it more to like people who invite him to conventions. He's like, if yeah. you invite me to a convention and this of... is what you're billing as my reason for being there, please don't. Please because don't. Yeah. That's... But it was
1: like this giant run-on sentence where it was yeah. kind of just almost insulting though in a way too. But that might just be his way. He's,
0: he... Yeah, he's got a way about him. that like, He kind of rub- ruffles feathers, you could say. Could well, be... He's an old man. I mean, you know how old people get. They don't uh, care what people think. I'm there. Mm-hmm, sure. like, yeah, you're not quite... But yeah, they don't care what, what nobody says. I mean, Probably they just not. say what they say. Yeah. they like
2: Don. Yeah. What?
0: He's an old man. <laughs> Spilling his barrel over my tablecloth. Nice. Dude. I think it's
2: because it was cold. I
0: don't know. Because it was cold? Maybe. No, put, if you see it to go like that, put your mouth on it so it doesn't spill, dude.
2: Too late now. All right. So I have a funny story. Oh, man. Funny story. Yeah. About. I have, I have star wars number one that i have signed by howard chicken okay. do you really yeah and i took it wow to a convention and, had and him he sign was it. pissed about it huh well he was like he like kind of i don't remember exactly but he was like Ugh, this <laughs> yeah and i gave it to him and i'm like what are you talking about and he's like that art's terrible like, i hate that he's like it's worse it's so bad it's like i just don't like it i'm like okay well i think it's cool but yeah he doesn't He's not a fan of that work. Well, he said he didn't
0: put much effort into it. Well, like, I uh, I brought American Century. Like I had it custom bound. I had him sign that. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, this guy did the art, man. He's horrible. I was like, I didn't think it was that bad. He's like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. They can afford for me to draw it, so this guy had to do it. But, oh, it's not good. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, he wrote it, and some other guy drew it. Drew it, yes. And yeah. he's like. All right, dude. Sorry, man. I'm sorry you feel that way. So, yeah, he doesn't hold back. Nah. But when we first yeah. met him at a convention, wasn't he talking to Matt Fraction about, like, porn stars for, like, 20 minutes while we were getting our books signed?
1: Yeah.
0: He's a bit of a character.
1: Yeah. Well, I've heard you talk about it before. Yeah. In different times, so. But, uh,
2: but yeah. Yeah, so if you want to... Spark a conversation, take a... Take a Star Wars. Star Wars number one, yeah. one yeah. and have I think sign it.
0: anything he's you, done you that you bring for him to sign will spark signed, a conversation. Huh? Mm-hmm. Is it, have you got it graded and everything else? I mean, is it in
1: very good condition? Is it in very good shape? Or did you read so. it like 50 trillion times? I don't know that I've ever it's read it. It's not worth
2: that much, is it? I? Probably a couple hundred. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. The even funnier part about that is... Even funnier. You remember like at, at Prairie Dog... When, if you would, they had that thing bonus where, bucks. if you spent, yeah, bonus bucks. Yeah. He would always wipe everything. There was never anything good. And you in found Star bonus. Wars And one. I found Star Wars number one in there, took it up, and he was there, and he like saw it, and he's like, was that in the, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> so he ended up having to give it to me, but he wasn't happy He about was not it. happy about it. Nope. So I didn't even pay, technically I didn't even pay for it. Wow. Technically. I mean Whoa. I did but it was like a rewards program like every I remember that what yeah. 100 bucks spent you got, you you got 40 right some 40 bucks 40 and three comics and they
0: told you it was a 40% discount I'm like well technically <laughs> you're spending that. 100 you're getting $140 worth of product for $100 so right. if you do the math that's more like a 30% discount <laughs> <laughs> but I'm an engineering student so sorry that was that was my take on the whole thing but yeah I did it for a while. I got a lot of crap out of that thing. I did too. You could throw that paper towel in the trash, that'd be oh, okay. cool. Well I was gonna take it. Well, you could throw it in the box. I
2: was gonna take it.
0: You could throw it in your comics. Okay. I
2: can just keep it, smell
0: it. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's always good. Rub it all over you and then drive home. No, I wanted my Black Panther
2: shirt. <laughs> okay, good for I you. I see that. I, okay. The first well, superhero Oscar nominated best picture movie ever. That yeah, is gonna win. Right. It the is irony not. is,
0: I didn't feel it was their strongest movie. Period. Anyway, I mean, it was good. It's good. It wasn't like. But that's I because mean, the
1: Oscars are all about
0: diversity. Anymore, yeah. So. I mean, I thought Endgame was better, or not Endgame. Uh, or the, the I should Trinity say, God Oscars are about anybody that's non-Caucasian
1: anymore. anymore so.
0: Yes, know. but the crazy rich Asians do not get. It no. Which is surprising, but that Roma. Do you think is it's actually going to win? Time? Which one, Black Panther? Panther? No, no. no. Oh, I think no. Roma. will Possibly. Uh, Depends how much they hate Netflix. I know. Let's that one's see.
1: a Netflix movie. Did you oh, yeah. see
0: that a can actually changed the rules so that Netflix can't, like, uh, can't have their movies nominated for a can anymore? Really? Really? Yeah, because I guess in France there's a law that uh, if you release a movie in the theaters, it can't be on a streaming service for, like, two years. And they made some kind of rule that in order for a can to have a... In order for you to have a film in Cannes, it has to be released in the theaters in France. And so if Netflix was to do that, they wouldn't didn't be able to put on a streaming for two years after they released it in the theaters. Oh, wow. And they're like, yeah, Netflix is probably not going to go for that. So yeah. they pretty much changed the rules and then the Fran- French laws basically locked around. Now, maybe they only have to like not put it on streaming in France, but probably not. For
1: two years.
0: That's yeah. Really and I'm like, time. wow, that's quite the law. Like, Can you imagine if they did that in the U.S.? I'm like... People would, like, freak out.
2: Speaking of movies.
0: Speaking of, we're really not.
2: Sort of. Did you see, do you follow Joe Badone on Facebook?
0: Yes, he's raising money for his
2: new have, movie. But they're going to release. On DVD. On DVD. Yeah, in ray um, God, God Inside Your Ear. God Inside Your Ear or something. Are you going to buy it? How, what, either, yeah, I want to see it. I would like to see it as well. So, I admit, will they have it at Family Video? Or Probably can not. Probably not, so. I'll probably have to figure out how to buy it. I'd go online. Cool.
0: You can get anything on the internet. Especially the dark net. Dark web. The dark, dark web. web? I don't dark know how web. to get there. I don't have that. I think you just turn your browser to private mode and it
2: takes you right there. No, you have uh-huh. to. You <laughs> I have to, you think, think take... that's because it goes dark. And I you're know like, how to get Ooh, there. Ooh, I'm in the dark web. I know how to get there. You have to use that special, Ooh, special. browser. It's, what was it? The...
0: Safari. You go to private Netscape? mode. No. <laughs> yes.
2: Are you guys Fire watching Fox. Valley
0: of the Boom? I have no idea what you're speaking. It's like you're, it's a different language. Did you watch no Deadly Class? Yes. Did I you? I saw the first half of the first episode. Right. What?
2: Finish it. What did you watch it on? The television. So you watched it on Sci-Fi? Yes. Did they bleep no, out really? the? Did they bleep it out? No. The bad words. Huh. Why would they bleep it out? I don't know. They did. Okay. So maybe it's on a different. <laughs> no, they did on the version I watched, but I didn't watch it. I didn't record it on the night it was on because I forgot it was yeah. on. So when I went to go set my D V R to record it, there were like it was on like three or four different stations. Yeah. Mm. So maybe one of the it recorded it on a station that was not sci fi. Yeah. Because they bleeped out all the swear words. The they did they not do bleeped. it in I wanted it to be better.
0: Like I said, I didn't finish the episode, but I felt like it needed it wasn't it's quite all there. Set
2: up. It is all set up. I mean, there's not much to it.
0: I just felt the production could be like could have been a little better, and just everything could have just been a little know. better. When I was watching
2: it, I was like, "Man, it's, did it didn't like." It's Rick Remender, right? Think. Yeah. Okay, I want to make sure because I get Rick you Remender Rick and Brian K. Vaughn. I uh, kind of get them all confused. Okay.
1: Yes, I do know. I just can't think of it right now.
2: What are you? Do you know Rick Remender? He, it's
1: Rick Remender. What's that?
0: It is Rick Remender. Yeah, I know, but oh. uh,
1: no, I've, I know who he is.
2: He wrote or did the art on that. Beer agent? There you go. Sorry. He's, He's the, the, the writer. Right. Yeah. Um. As I was watching it, though, I know, because I just recently got caught up on it. I think last podcast I talked about it, because I read, like, 10 issues or 12 issues of it and got yes. caught up. Yes, we remember. We were all... um <laughs> And... But he really, in, even in the comic book, it kind of comes through. I mean, he really plays music as an integral part, like, of that. Yeah, so they had all the 80s music. They said all the 80s music, stuff. and I'm like, man, that's kind of, it was kind of cool. I mean, I, it may have. Nostalgia factor there? Well, no, not nostalgia factor. Just kind of. the fact that it played really well in the TV. Like, the music doesn't work well on comics, but it plays into the. I love music in comics. I know. It's my favorite part. It plays well on. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I think, like, if you go to Hollywood and you're like, hey, I got this really cool story, and it has all this music that's already picked out, yeah, you know I, think I mean? They have to go get like, the rights and all that other well, shit. Well, yeah, I things. know, but I mean, I'm just saying, it, it felt really, like, part of the show, like it's a part of the comic. I heard, like, at
0: one year at New York Comic Con, they
2: let Reminder and
0: Opena, like, be DJs at, like, some after party in New York, and they got to, like, do all the music and, like, That's
2: cool. Why would
0: because Opena and Reminder are like super good
2: buddies. Oh. I thought it was a Deadly Class thing and Opena doesn't draw. So this the is cross. like before
0: Deadly Class even came out. Oh. Reminder's a big music guy.
2: Yeah. I watched that. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, obviously it was all set up. And so, I mean, it was just like introducing him to the class. And, yeah. You know, going back and forth. And maybe the episode um, got better. I stopped right where he said he wanted to assassinate Ronald Reagan, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Is that part out of the, straight out of the book? Because it's been so long since I've read right. the early issues.
0: I don't know. The dude really hates Reagan, though.
2: Well, yeah, because... He blames he. him for killing his parents. Right. Yeah, I get it. Did you get to the part where him. they said his parents die? Yeah. I thought that yeah. was kind of cool how they went into, like, cartoon. It was kind of like Kill Bill.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
2: interesting. So, like, it's live action, and then when he does a flashback to how his parents died, like, it goes to cart like animation. animation. Yeah, for that part. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. I mean, like, I'm not saying it was the greatest show ever, but I mean, it was good. It was a good, solid. I think it's a solid B. Yeah. I did also watch that because I had never watched it. That uh, documentary you were talking about about Image. Oh, the one on Sci-Fi Network. No, the one that was on like I watched it on like Netflix. Oh, on Amazon. Network. Yeah. Amazon. Mm-hmm. That was pretty,
0: pretty cool. Where they showed how Rob like was buying everybody cars and his yeah, studio. He, that's It was how like a big frat house.
2: Yeah, mm. that's how he got um Stephen Platt to do profit. He bought him a car. Yeah. That's one way <laughs> oh, to go. Really? Wow. Yeah. We well, said the head got all his artists. He just like was throwing
0: cash at him. <laughs>
2: right. And then I think it was was it him? He was like, yeah, and then when uh, everything kind of started to go south, like. I like had our first
0: book that didn't sold lot, under 300,000. Sold under
2: 300,000, and he was like, oh my god, I have like 100 employees. I have to like lay people off. Like, I'm a real business. Like, mm-hmm. I control people's lives and I have to like lay them off. That sucks. Dan Panosian was in there a lot. Yeah. You were giving me shit about Dan Panosian. Why was like, I giving you shit? Because you're like, what's he done? Who's he?
0: No, I knew who he was. I was just, I was just surprised that you had followed him thirty years later onto a book.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm not saying it wasn't bad. I'm just saying it's like he's like, he's not a dude who I'm like to say, "Hey, Dan Pinosian," he did like extreme books well, back I in the '90s. Yeah, dude, he's doing a new book. I'm gonna totally get that. Yeah,
2: why not? I
0: just it's not a selling point for me I, I get you. Didn't I gave
2: that Slots. slots. slots? Yes. 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 Did you read it? I did. Okay. Cool. That's good. Dan Pinosian.
0: Hey, that's a good segue. Let's talk about slots. It was
1: probably the best thing I ever read over the. The two weeks. So
0: Yes. Okay. I look good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying Dan pinosian like is bad. A, I'm just saying it seemed like an odd time. selling point that Dan Pinosian did well, this it's kind of like... Okay. I'm not saying he's not good and that the book isn't good. I'm just saying that... It's not like he jumps out at me. Ooh, Dan Panosian did this. I better right. get that. Well, it was more for me it's like... It's like Brian K. Vaughn. Like, oh, Brian K. Vaughn's got a new book. Oh, Dan Panosian's got a new book. I better It was jump. more
2: for me because he hasn't been... I haven't seen him around forever. For and then he years. came out with this book, and I'm like, oh, i remember that name. I'll check it out because I remember Because he did some extreme... Yeah,
0: but he wasn't that good back in the day. I think
2: he... He was a... Like Didn't a he clone. take
0: over profit after... Platter before Platter. See, Platt was I was thinking he might have even kicked it off. I think he kicked off Profit. That yeah. book wasn't good. It wasn't. It was. I even
1: had a couple issues of it.
0: It was bad.
2: It was good when Platt was drawing it. Cause it was well, it had Platter on it. The art I was, was good. Saying, the,
0: art,
1: the art was always good in a lot of those, in a lot of the image, oh. because that's what, what the hell over there was a bunch of artists. The, it was, the problem was, was that the stories were so so.
2: It's totally worth it to watch that, just to watch Ryf- Rob Lightfeld. Do the Todd McFarlane impersonation yeah, several times. It's <laughs> funny. As hell. That was so funny. He does a good. He does, a he good does a good. McFarlane. Todd McFarlane does he?
0: <laughs> What's funny? It's like uh, I've been listening to Jim Rugg and uh, Ed Pisker on their uh, podcast YouTube oh, yeah. channel, and they've been talking. They've gotten to the image area now, and they're just they're always talking about the image guys and. It's interesting how Valentino was, like, in his 40s, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Todd McFarlane was, like, in his 30s. But those other guys were a lot younger. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a big difference between Rob Liefeld, Todd McFarlane, and Jim Valentino. Yeah. Like, they're at way different points in their life. No
1: kidding. I didn't realize that Liefeld was that much younger than They oh went to do Image. He, he started when he, like he was, like, 16.
0: Really? He Talked was, like, 18? 23 when he started Image. I mean, he was, like, so Whoa. young. I did not realize I mean, I, that. I mean, give or take. Not, I thought he yeah, was in just, that... 30-year-old
1: range. bit. No. Okay.
0: It's just interesting how each of them approached it based on their maturity and how old they were.
1: Yeah.
0: And like like they said in that thing, it's like the guys who just did their own book, they were doing pretty good. The guys who tried to create a whole studio and then put out a bunch of books, things started to fall apart.
2: Yeah. No, it was a cool documentary.
0: It was interesting. Yeah. And they talked about how the big fallout when they kicked out Lifehield. Or he quit right before they kicked him out. Right. <laughs> And then um, Sylvester came back. I didn't realize why, though. I thought it was something else, but it was because uh, it was because he stole Michael Turner, or yeah. tried to steal Michael Turner. Liefeld well, did? Liefeld tried. Like, he worked... Michael Turner worked for Sylvester's studio. Right. Liefeld was trying to steal him away. Sylvester got pissed and said, I'm leaving. Right. And so he left, and then Liefeld well, then tried to create another company, mm-hmm. apart from Image, and then McFarland wasn't having none of that, and so they were getting ready to, like, vote his ass out. Hmm. And then he quit right before they voted him out, and then Sylvester came right yeah,
2: back. Yeah, well, he well, he did. Yeah, okay, so, maximum. Yeah, right. the maximum press. But it was, it was going was. as Image was going. It just didn't have the Image thing. Yeah, and, exactly. But but that was a problem with um, Leifeld and Sylvester. It went on for a while. Like, it wasn't yeah, just it wasn't Michael too. Turner. He kept snagging people from yeah. him. And in the documentary or whatever, Sylvester was like, I, I'm like, I'm... I'm trying to run this business, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that, and I got this on my phone about, he's trying to steal people away from me, and he's like, I, he called McFarl- he was like, I'm out, I can't deal with it, I've got enough stuff to deal with, I don't have to worry about one of our partners trying to steal my guys. Another funny part me. is how
0: pissed McFarlane was when uh, Lee and Lifo went to do Heroes Reborn. <laughs> went to do Marvel. He's like, you're like working for the competition, That you're like a traitor. It's like yeah. you
2: can't do that. Yeah, and I—I I guess I didn't really realize it, but How I was old thinking was Lee at that time. Generally.
0: He was probably—he wasn't much older in life. Well, he was a little bit older, I think. Yeah. Was he? Because he had been through college. I think he had like a psychology degree. <laughs> or oh,
2: really? Okay. Was that? Uh, was I say? Oh, at the very end of it, they were like, Todd McFarlane is the only one that has not worked for Marvel since he since, left. Uh, yeah. What did Valentino do for Marvel? Well, I'm sure he did something here. Yeah, because I mean, I can name off almost everything else that every, at yeah. least, because I know Larson went back. He wrote did, some stuff. Well, I he, think even he drew, drew some stuff, stuff too. Because he did that Nova for a while. Yeah. He did Defenders. Yeah. Um, Derek Larson, though, did, too, huh? I, I didn't know yeah, that Larson went back to do much of anything.
0: Yeah, but. he wrote some, he wrote Wolverine for a while, and yeah. then he, uh, he drew some stuff, from Defenders, Nova. Yeah, because yeah. I have a
2: page. My Larson page is uh, Defenders page.
0: All right. Well, if we want to get through this long box comment, we we'll probably get going. Okay. Down.
2: All yep. right. Go ahead, Scott. Start
0: us off. Well, we can start off with uh, slots.
2: Yeah. Still wow. think that sounds dirty. I think it sounds dirty, huh? See, I'm interested because I want to hear him describe it because he always does so much better at like whatever. It's because he it doesn't read really as much use crap use as, as us. That's He's more focused. True. You would think. I don't know.
0: I'm just like, I R S R stuff, it's all blur. I don't know, it's good. It's good. It's <laughs> okay. not so good. So, Slots, it's kind of got that feel of,
1: you know, it's the anti-hero type of thing. You know, you got a guy, you don't know too much about him, he's your hero, I guess, it's who you're focused on in, the, in this book. Pretty much, he's like a washed up boxer in a way, he's double crossed a lot of people in his life, whatever else, but you get the feel that he's not exactly a a real good guy, but, that he's there to try to do something for a friend of his. So he goes to Vegas. Turns out that there's like uh, this little war of casinos going on. And he's trying to help out his friend who happens to be a female and has like this daughter who kind of does some dancing and whatnot in her casino and is really drawing the people in. Well, of course, the rival casino wants to hire the the dancer away from her. Sure. Of course, it does turn out that this dancer is also this woman owner's daughter. Yeah. So there's, you know, all that type of, you know, the family feud going on as well. So in the meantime, this guy is trying to figure out what he can do to try to help save this casino, you know, and do some things. And it turns out he used to be a boxer. So he decides that he's going to go, you know, look up some people and see if he can start fighting in Nevada again there and maybe make a little bit of money on the side to, to hopefully help out. And so then that's where some of these little wheeling and dealing goes on. You come to find out that our hero or whatever you want to say there our character that we're following there he's like in his 50s he's got a son his son is also following his dad's footsteps in some way he's a fighter but more of like the mma type of fight fighting stuff so uh things go on you know this you come to find out that the rival casino is like an old friend you know of the our boxer buddy here and there's some things going on there you find out he's not a very good person though the so, oh, the guy that owns the other casino so he's a, you got our bad guy there you know who our hero is you know how things you want to to fit out but it's one of those books from which you're you know there's double crosses going on some you know the little things at the end nice little twists you know that they're trying to go on there and overall you know it's a nice little story that wraps up there and things you know maybe don't end on exactly a real happy note but it it ties it up ties it all up Fairly nice that you know it was it's not like a horrible ending by any means you know it's not like a tragic ending it ties up everything pretty well pretty satisfactory and uh, you know it uh, overall just nice little quick read there I thought mm-hmm. it's pretty much a synopsis over there without giving too much away
2: I enjoy mm-hmm. it though
1: the art's really good uh, you know it's kind of got it's that fam-ocean. well it's right. kind of got a, a you know he like, wrote it and drew it kind of like a a grungy type of feel mm-hmm. that really works with the story, yeah, you know type of stuff,
2: yeah, I thought the the boxing scenes were really cool,
1: yes, yeah, I would agree there, um yeah, I like this flashback scenes too, a lot of times it kind of had you know a little bit of faded to the color, you know and stuff things mm-hmm. you know that would go on there and uh and stuff like this and it's so you know I think that's the nice thing about it 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 paces itself pretty well overall, I mean, maybe there's some little missteps here and there. But I kind of like the way that they kind of threw in the, the flashback type of stuff. You know, it kind of gave you almost like a, I don't want to say necessarily Tarantino, but, it, you know, one of those stories, you know, in which you didn't sit there and you just did a ton of flashbacks. You kind of knew when, it, when you were there, and it's, it fed it out throughout the story that kind of made sense with the overall flow that he was telling. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, out of the stuff I read this, this last two weeks, it was probably, probably the best.
0: Sounds kind of like a Jason Aaron jam. Scout, something past. I, you know,
2: kind of, I yeah. would agree
1: with that a bit, because that's what I thought of as I started reading. It was Scout. You know, some fly anti-hero type
2: characters. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's not the greatest guy. I mean, the first thing he he's in a diner,
1: and he, he skips out on the bill. He skips
2: out on the bill, and yeah. he's like, because he's sitting there talking to the lady, the diner, the waitress or whatever, and he said something about, I got to I got to take, I got to take call. this call. And he leaves, but he leaves the car keys on the on the counter. And so he steps out, and the the cook or the owner or whatever goes, "Hey, did that guy pay?" And she's like, "No, but he's a really nice guy." And he left his car keys here." And he drives off. And he opens up the glove compartment and he's got like you know, several oh, so sets of the the keys, keys in there, <laughs> or he says something he about says that. Something was about that last last was his last set, that uh, was my uh, last set. Now I got so start. you get the feel that he's done yeah. this a trick before,
0: right? Like many times. Is a set of keys that much cheaper than uh, paying for a dinner at a if diner? you bind
2: them on the ground or you steal them? Yeah, I they guess. are, I guess. Uh, I don't know, it knows where he where picks them up. Yeah,
1: who knows. I think the difference here is I found that slots was a bit more humorous in a lot of ways. I mean, your your anti-hero, or whatever you want to say there, is he's just a funny guy in general. I mean, it seems like he's just a guy that just kind of flows with the breeze, whichever way it's going, and doesn't take things too seriously, you know, And throughout. Whereas, you know, a lot of the scalped and even southern bastards, you know, type things, I mean, most of those people are all pretty damn serious. Yeah, it's true. It would be like,
2: not to knock it, but like scalped. White. No, or, just
1: about. Just, you know, I
2: yeah. mean, have, like just the, totally different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like yeah. you have Disney roommates <laughs> who, knew, like, <laughs>
0: who knew the guy who drew profit in the 90s was going to come up with like a cool boxer Las Vegas
2: crime role? Yeah, I you know, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Who knew? That's Except Don. I, Don knew. Don knew. Yeah, I knew.
1: Like I said, mm-hmm. I definitely Unless enjoyed it there. It's, it's kind of in that. It's good. It, I you know, it's in that style or that kind of type of story
0: I
2: like. Because it's like done, the squid is coming out of the, the black bar. Oh, it's a great box. Yeah. All right. Come from it a looks library. like you so, came from a library. Yeah,
0: somebody actually let me go into a library, and that was a mistake because...
1: You checked out a bunch of stuff?
0: Yeah, you can't put me in a library. I'm like, look, they have a graphic novel section. They you? do. Look, the downtown, the new one. Uh, the no, advanced uh, learning uh, library. And I had time to kill.
2: The Derby one actually has a really good selection of... Yeah, of uh, I haven't been graphic to novels and things, yeah.
1: besides just fifteen issues of Watchmen and <laughs>
2: yes.
0: So I'd heard of Ray Fox. I don't know that I've read too much by him.
2: Ray I Fox think... is the guy that does those. Uh, he did those little. Um, uh, what were they? The uh, with the <laughs> the guy that goes <laughs> around and captures all the ghosts. They're like the little oh yeah di- possession possession yeah, yeah. yeah possession yeah that's Ray Fox yeah. Uh, so this book is called One
0: Soul. It's very experimental. So I started reading this book. I'm like, "What
2: the hell is this?" So, wow, that's yeah, cool. That oh, like right, the, that one issue of Bloodshot. Oh, of look body. at that! That's even I can do that one.
0: So, Cracky. all right. So, eight, every pa- everything is like a two-page spread, and there's one, two, three, nine, eighteen panels, and so the same thing appears to be Ooh, happening in every very panel,
1: watchman.
0: but different. And it's throughout the whole book. Like, holy crap! Really? Yeah. So, so basically, every panel. Is its own little story. Is its own little story they are happening sort of in different points in time.
1: Holy shit!
0: Like, but yet all these characters in each panel, you're getting like their life panel by panel. Um, so it's 18
2: stories. So it's panel at 18
0: stories, one panel at a time, every two pages.
2: Holy crap. But yeah, the panels, but thinking.
0: like this panel is always in the same spot. Right. Right. Like, so how the hell you keep that crap straight. That's what I, so think I'd I read, read the whole thing. So with I read one about the panel, it. then read the whole thing Yeah, that's panel. what I did. So I started reading, I'm like, I can't. I can read I can't this whole book eighteen this. times. So then I basically read the book eighteen times for each panel. Like I just flipped panel, 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 and then it kind of made sense. Then
2: it kinda made sense.
0: Well then it made sense, because you could follow the story of each character. But then I almost I tim- I was tempted and I went back and I started reading it to where after you got the gist of everybody's story. So you story, read it
1: 19 times?
0: So after you got the gist of the story, you go through and you try and read it. Because the thing is, is that the panels on the page kind of connect a little bit too. You know what I mean? Like there's some connections between them. And like the narration between them kind of connects sometimes too. But I didn't make it through the whole book a second time. So I basically read it like a third. Then I read all the way through reading a panel at a time. And then I started again just to kind of see how it flowed. But what's interesting is like some characters die early in their life. So like when you get to the end. It's black. It's black. (laughs) It's just over... That's awesome. <laughs> so, like, that guy's dead. So by the end of the book, you've only got, like, you know, three, wow, you know?
1: The, But certain ones have, like, stuff written in them, though. Yeah, well, it's like,
0: ones. after they die, they're, like, talking, like, oh, what happened to my life? You know, and they're, like, it's like their soul is, like, you know, in heaven searching or whatever. Whatever this book believes happens when you die. Hmm. But basically what it believes happens with you die, it's called One Soul. I think it all merges because all those panels start to merge together, see? Huh. until it's just all one panel. And I think someone online... I did so is some, the idea like reincarnation? I think the idea is reincarnation. It's actually the same person going through all these different lives, and by the end, they, they're like one soul, so they all mercy. Or it's that everybody's connected, you know, in some way. You know, there's that theory that we're all kind of connected, you know, metaphysically or whatever. And so when you die, we all just kind of join together into one being, no, one entity. Book. When uh, did it
2: come out? That is a good question, I
0: don't know. 1950s.
2: No, he's not that old. Um, he's actually done some work for, like, DC. Is yeah, it, too. No. yeah uh, it was
0: after Possessions. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure when it came out.
2: Okay, that's fine. Then I mean, it's probably within but, the last...
0: Last ten years. years probably. Eight years. Yeah,
2: so. Anyway.
0: anyway that's not too bad. Anyway. It, was a, it was an interesting read. It's the kind of book you find at the library. Mm-hmm. Imagine that.
2: I got... I finally read and Black got
0: badge. caught up on Black Badge. Cool. I've uh, I missed an issue. I think uh, I missed that you? one. For yeah. some reason, I didn't order it. So I have one, two, four, and five. According to this, it was published in two thousand and eleven. So that's not bad. Wow. Eight years. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. It's 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 okay. It's weird, right? It's weird. So is like, it, is was Grass Kings better? Because it was the same team as Grass Kings, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Tyler Jenkins and oh, so, okay. Matt
2: Kent. There was even, like, a reference to, like, Grass Kings in there or something, I thought. Like is there? At some point. But anyway. So this is,
1: like, the first arc, or is it done?
2: I don't think
0: it... There's really that much of an arc, right? No. No. There's well, no, like...
1: Well, so there, so it starts out five. kind of was you something just, there, because, I mean... It they,
2: starts out... They start with off, with and they mission, go over and the... And they go on another mission, yeah. and then they go back, they get sent back to training, and so it's I almost... six. Okay. It's like a... It's like uh, what do you call it? The uh, mockingbird. Uh, it's like Hunger Games. It's oh. like Hunger Games. Yeah, they do. They have, they have like that's four like or a five three issue. Games.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. a three issue arc or whatever. I okay. think this one is still going on with the Hunger Games. Is it still that Hunger, Hunger games, games where they're trying to kill each other? Yeah, like they put all the different like it's like capture the flag. teams and they're doing like a capture the flag type thing. Like they're giving okay. different factions of these. Boy Scouts or whatever you want
2: to call Yeah. Um. The all so like I'm reading the first one. They go to like they're doing a mission in like was it North Korea or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they get caught, and they're like, "Oh, we're just Boy Scouts. We got lost." Yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Okay, go right ahead." I'm like. That ain't gonna happen. Do you really think that's gonna happen? I know, I'm going, I know I'm, like, jumping way out of, like, comic book things, but I'm just like, there's no way... <laughs> it's a little far-fetched. There was some I would agree. Far-fetched, but, I mean, I enjoyed it, I guess. I mean, it was only five issues. You're kind of getting used to the characters, and... I mean, it's an interesting concept.
0: Yeah, it's it's probably a more interesting concept. The execution just seems kind of slow, I don't yeah, even know. I it's don't. Slow. I don't know that it's I just slow. don't just know what it's is not grabbing that. Much. Yeah. yeah, I
2: mean, it could be. I don't know. I guess it could be done a little bit different or some. I don't know. It seems like it's missing something, but I mean, I like my Matt, Matt Kent. Yeah, I really like that Tyler Jenkins. He does Do really good work. Um, is that right? I think so. But cool. Anyway, it was it was good overall. You liked it though. Why don't I have to talk about number sixteen? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't dislike yeah. it. He liked it. Scott. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed I enjoyed it while I
0: was reading it. I didn't dislike it. So I read Marvel Comics Presents number one. Oh. Did you get that? that? Not yet. I did order
2: it, but I haven't got oh, okay. it. Okay, I it. won't talk too much. You get your it's stuff before I do. Well I got this <laughs> off
0: the shelf, dude. You bought it off the shelf? Off the shelf.
2: Wow. So uh three Marvel
0: Comics Presents is back, three stories. Wolverine has like a continuing story going on. His wasn't that. Does it, great? Great. It, it was covered. weird. It does not. Uh,
2: the old times it did. Flip-books. I know that it was
0: actually a wrap. It was a cover, flip book. Like. It's a on
2: cover. A lot of times. Well, some, sometimes. That's why our a
0: poster th- from our comic con that one year was based on a Marvel comic. Book. Sometimes it a does a flip book. Too. Sometimes like the they read half
2: of the book one way. There's a
0: really cool namer story by Greg pack and Tom Coker Oh, which yeah, is the real reason computer. I probably bought it, right? Really? Wow. The last story is okay. And no, Cynthia wrote it, which I generally like her stuff. But Greg Land drew it. It's about Captain America, like helping some girl fix her stunt bike. Cool. Not, not that great. Yeah. But, really? But the name store is pretty that solid. That seems like it'd be right up your alley. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, it was fun. Like I said, I don't think I'll buy the next one because I mostly bought it for Tom Cooker. Unless they have a cool team or something. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. guess it will just depend on the category. creators. So. All right, who's next? I think Scott's turn already, again, isn't he? Is it already? We're going fast, man. You we're are just glitzing right through.
1: Uh, I read some of the uh, what do you want to say, Oblivion song, which one Oh yeah. Off? Caught it's up there a little bit, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, I read so, and ten, so. Ten, I think. Did you? So and were you I'm all caught up into So two. I'm glad that you so let me uh, have eight there as well, because uh, that was where I had stopped with seven. For okay. Reason. So you yeah. hadn't read it. So yeah. I thought when I was flipping through nine, I was like, man, this is making a bit more of a jump than what I remember. <laughs> so, uh,
0: you know, I don't know. It took a weird turn, right? Uh, it, mm. Did it seem odd that the brother went that crazy all of a yeah. sudden? I mean, did it seem forced a little bit?
1: Yes. Can I see nine? I would nine? agree with that. I would agree with that. That's did what it actually... Me. Like,
0: I like where it's going. I can see the brother's kind of off, but... For him to do that just seemed... For him to go, all of a sudden, time. I've got to get back, and I've got to bring everybody else with me. Okay, boom, it hit the thing. It seemed a and... little bit out of character. Yeah, I mean, I know I he's kind of like, you know, oh, you know, your world's it's very Fight club where, you know, society is messed up. We need to get back to basics. I think I stuff. missed yeah.
2: 9, because 9 when they set it off,
1: right? At the end of 9, that sounds right. Yeah, yes, I'm sorry.
2: because I didn't, rem- and this issue doesn't look familiar to me, so I must yeah. At the, the end of nine, nine, he sets
1: it off, and then and in I 10, read ten,
2: and they're like, "Yeah, they set the thing off." They and set the like, thing off, and so oh, everybody, So a
1: thing? bunch of people are over there, and they're trying to help other out, and then, of course, the uh, one guy's girlfriend though is still back in the real world, and the military is like pissed because they wanted to militar- militarize it, and then they're pissed that the damn thing went off again. So, right. yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean. It's still good, it's still fun. It is, yeah. It just I mean, felt like that was
0: a little forced to me.
1: Yeah, but. yeah. I don't know. It seemed like it was a forced twist. Like I got to get something going. I keep telling people there's gonna be twists in this and whatever. <laughs> so okay, so let's do this and just like really. Hey, yeah. Kristen. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. So, I, I don't know. Not bad. Yeah, still good, fun ride. You know, type stuff. It's Kirkman, so the writing's always. Good. Pretty and decent, and I really like this guy's art though for yeah. this particular story, anyway. Yeah, you know, I don't know design. how well I would like it in some other areas, but with this alternate dimension thing Felici. or whatever it
0: is, the
1: what he draws there for that is just really
0: great. Yeah, he's great with like the monsters, and yeah, he stuff. is, he really is. Style fits that well. Yeah. Cool, I think I have, might have 11, but I'm not sure. Wow, I just I haven't read
2: it yet though. Kay. And apparently I misread nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I almost well, misread Nate. I thought so. I was caught up, and then I grabbed ten because I just got it. And I opened it up, and it's like, oh, dude, I bought that. Did you? <laughs> but I don't have it yet. Appalachian Is Apocalypse? Is it any good? Appalachian Apa- I will get to that. Okay.
0: So too cheap. I bought this because it's like a new thing, it looked kinda cool. It's by Billy Tucci, who's a fairly decent name. He's writing it. And then Ethan Nicole is just, the artist.
1: The one sound that name sounds familiar. I like really like
0: Ethan it. Nicole because he did Chumble Spuzz. Say
2: what? You don't remember Chumble It sounds slightly familiar. And he
0: also did um <laughs> he also did Axe Cop, which was okay.
2: I've read some Axe Cop.
0: But uh this is okay. It's kinda like I don't know. It just feels like it's half baked or something. Yeah. (laughs) I mean I took a chance and I kinda regretted it.
2: Didn't you really? Didn't you like that image book where they smoked weed and saw aliens? Yeah, this isn't like that. Well good, then maybe I'll like it. Yeah, you might like it. So basically I I took a chance I didn't read that other one. But I took a chance on this too. I like that I like
0: Ethan Nicole, but even the art feels a little half baked. I don't know, just not quite all there. But basically the gist is there's this scientist guy and he's having an affair with his assistant and the assistant is married to somebody else. And he found the, I think it's like Moses' staff or something. Like the staff that has all this mystical power. Of course, he doesn't believe any of it because he's a scientist. He doesn't believe in that stuff. But he knows that people are going to freak out because of what it is. And so somehow by grabbing it, he likes... They flashback first to like the Civil War and that's when these the staff and all these like zombie type people got buried and so when he finds the staff he unleashes the evil and of course it's going to start like you know taking over the town or whatever of course but the scientist guy is kind of a douche and his assistant you know she's having an affair with him but then she's married to this other guy who i guess she hates but i don't really understand why he seems like a much cooler dude than the scientist guy (laughs) but she's like getting ready to serve him divorce papers and The characters aren't real well developed. I don't know. I don't really like any of them. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. Not Mm -hmm. much happens. It doesn't go anywhere. Like, it potentially gets better. Because, of course, thanks to comic book ordering systems, I've already ordered, like, three issues. So, hopefully it gets better because I'm already in for three. Because you're already in And it's not like, I don't know how many issues it's going because they didn't say in the previous. I assume it's ongoing or not.
2: Probably at least three because you've supported it. That's you and me. Yeah.
0: Well, usually I can go about five because all the pre-order guys are, you know, stuck getting at least three issues. So your sales won't drop too fast. So anyway, is what it is.
2: See, okay.
0: Here's what I don't get. I assume like everybody pre-orders. Is that not the case? Uh, I don't know. Like doesn't everybody pre-order comics who buys comics regularly have a poll list? I didn't for a long time. I mean, doesn't everybody have a pull list? And so if everybody has a pull list, why are, like, the orders dropping from, like, first issue, second issue, third issue? Because, I mean... No. When I decide I'm going to get a number one, I'm getting two and three because I haven't... I I'm think... getting two and three before I get number one, so it's not like I'm going to say, I'm going to get number one, and then I'm not going to get the rest. I mean, why would you do that? I'm I mean, either in for
2: a penny, in for a pound. Obviously, I'm not a comic book store owner. Obviously. But I bet... I'd, I'd, I don't think that the majority, I bet there's people that just come in and pick up stuff off the shelf or browse. I don't know how they do it anymore the way that comic book stores around here order because. I think it's I, just around I here. Hate, especially Prairie Dog, not to. But when the last, I haven't been in that store forever, but when I used to go in there, I mean,
0: they I had a pull list.
2: You would come in, and there were like eight empty spots
0: Yeah. on
2: yeah. Wednesday afternoon at like five o'clock, and yeah. they were like, oh, this one's sold out, this one's sold out, this is sold out. This well, I think all out. comic this stores have had out.
0: to just get really tight with their ordering just to right. stay in business. I would agree. I and mean, they just can't take the risk of having a bunch of unsold product. Right.
2: No, I understand it. So, What yeah. I'm saying is, I mean, I think...
0: That's what I'm saying. I think everybody has to pre-order at this point.
2: Well, yeah, that's why I started doing it, but... I'm sure. To that hopefully, make sure. That you I'm sure that in different places it's different. That's um, why you started doing this. When I'm did sure you start pre-ordering?
1: Different. I thought you started pre-ordering when you were like
2: 16. I mean, when I
0: was eight years old, I had a poll list with Prairie Dog. Oh, I
2: never had a poll list.
0: That's how we got our ten percent discount. When we joined like the club. We had to have a poll list. No,
2: you didn't have to have a poll list. That's you had to pay dues and have a poll list.
0: I thought. Right, uh, I don't know. I remember him Whoa. trying to sell me on a polis when I was nine years old. Oh. I don't know how religiously I followed it or anything, but
2: right.
0: I guess we must not have, because we used to jump over to agents or not agents, uh, Air Capital Comics. Mm-hmm. We'd go there for a few months and we would jump back to, to the, the other, other one. one. We
1: bounce all around. I do remember that one because I'd go to that one from time to time. I don't below. think.
2: Well, it's been a long time, but it I'd, seemed
1: like they were always a little bit better on his. Uh, I
2: probably didn't have a pollist until. Prices. Oh, yeah, they definitely were. Until Prairie Dog pissed me off because. And they actually had
0: prices on their back issues, so that helped. Yeah, that's true too.
2: They they made me mad because, uh, uh was it, it was either Scud or, uh, I think it was Scud. And I went in and the, I was waiting and waiting and waiting for the new issue and it never came out. It was either Poison Elves or Scud. It was something independent. And then I came in, every week I would come in because I talked to them they're like, yeah, we're going to get them. We have to back order them, blah, blah, blah. And then I come in or they said it didn't come out. And then I come in one week and the next one was out. And I had it on the shelf, but I never got the one before it. So I got mad and I went to that's when I started going to that D and D&D comics D and D comics. D collectible comics, whatever. Oh, down
0: there at hydraulic or whatever. Yeah. 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 Don
2: ran them out of business. Really? Cause he because quit. he stopped because he was the only one supporting them <laughs> and he
0: stopped getting stuff from them and that basically <laughs> they did run, I was gonna say they Yeah. Don was basically ordering all their what? all their stock. So he was like they one <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were driving up to Kansas City every week just for me.
0: Pretty <laughs> because much. Because that was
2: back when they had a a diamond distributor uh-huh. in Kansas City yeah. and it was cheaper to drive up there and get it then and pick it, it up than have it shipped. Yeah. At every whatever, whatever day it was, the night before they would drive up there and then they would come in the day of the really? comics and they would both be just fucking tired as hell because they <laughs> had to drive, drive to all get night Jesus and then did all the poll lists. See, I didn't um, buy any comics from them, but I bought like a lot of my Star Magic Wars, cards.
1: Star Wars cards, the Star but Wars collectible card game at that time. Uh, that's where I started doing a poll list.
0: Yeah. And, was then, there. and then when you said, yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else, they're like, but you're our main customer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're out of business What like a month later. When you told the guys like, it's like you just fire him. It's right. like oh, like, sorry. It's like yes. sorry, you just got laid off, dude. Laid off. <laughs> Don was like, you're probably spending like three hundred bucks a month or
2: something. i not spend that much. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. good times. Good so time. what'd you read? I read Cemetery Beach. But one, there's two, seven three, issues. Four. I just wait for all of them, dude. Yeah, but there's how many? Seven. Yeah, seven. issues. So is it's Warren Ellis and <gasps> Jason Howard. Warren Ellis. Did Jason Howard do uh Trees? Wolf, Astounding. Wolf Astounding Wolfman. Okay. The art in this is insane. Is better it better than
0: Astounding Wolfman?
2: What? I said, is it better than Astounding Wolfman? I don't know. Because I haven't read Astounding Wolfman. But I have that hardcover compilation. I just haven't That's gotten cool. to around to it. I think he
0: had a different style for that. Because he kind of yeah. changed his style a little bit for Trees. And then him and Warren Ellis took a break from Trees to do this little seven issue.
2: Gotcha. All right, so... Yeah, this so what is kind I of, bought this. what
1: kind of weird ass this? This is very here? weird. So yeah. it starts
2: out, and the, there's a guy in interrogation, and uh, why does he have to be naked? And why do we have to see his schlong? His schlong. Because you like it. Several times. Anyway, this guy's like asking them, you know, all this stuff, and he starts telling them about how he's from Earth, and it, you're like, what's going on? And then he. He's trying to get information out of him, and finally, it turns out that so back in the 1920s, they invented space travel. Of course, and but they were using like, like bubbles, like like, like submarine bubbles and air balloons and stuff or whatever. So they sent out this group to go terraform like another planet, and this guy's on the other planet because he's from Thank earth you. and he's trying to i don't know if he got there by accident what happened because now he's on the run and he's trying to get back to his lz where his spaceship is i guess which is he landed on cemetery beach which is the name of one of the areas on this planet Not always so comic yeah. right and so he it's really cool so he like breaks out and then he he meets up with this other lady that's um on the planet and um she's like in prison well he breaks her out and she's on the run with him and they have to go like the way this when they first got there when the group first got there they started like a colony and then it broke off and there's like nine or ten different factions that all just kind of went off and said ah screw you we're gonna go do our own thing but they're all kind but they're like, together, but they're broken up by walls. This sounds complicated as hell. Yeah, and so What's they're Warren basically, Ellis? like, just on the run, trying yeah, to get to this. With
1: Warren Ellis, I expect something, like, sci-fi weird.
2: Crap, it, is but sci-fi it is sci-fi weird, yeah.
1: It's but, not only that, but it's complicated to boot. Yeah. Usually I have enough complication <laughs> with him just explaining science, <laughs> let alone now he threw in a bunch of freaking factions and other crap. Yeah,
2: so it's... I really liked it. Um, I really like the art. I like Jason Howard art, but it's a really cool kind of story. But, I mean, it's really just... I don't know if we're going to find out like exactly why he came. Well, how many issues is this so far? Seven. seven. Well, well, I have four. Four? And it, and it runs for seven oh issues. Oh my god, there's only three more to wrap up everything you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're already halfway there. <laughs> well, yeah. They're already <laughs> halfway across the whatever to get to the, the Cemetery, Cemetery beach? beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have all of the... They have the the main... The main thing. The main president of the first main faction, like he's trying to catch them. Huh. And so they've got all these people chasing them, like in um they're like sky cars, I guess. Um uh, I mean obviously there's a lot more stuff into it. I don't really do good reviews, but um I mean that's pretty much the gist of this I don't know. I mean I thought you were Space doing pretty travel. good with the ellis story.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Space travel, I like factions, it. all this other stuff. Complicated as crap. Yeah. yeah. But you like it, that's good. That's yeah.
2: good. I really like the artwork
1: is the background to me? I guess. Is it so already? I mean, oh, have read Lodger. You're a, I've already read this. You read Fujitsu already? Yeah, I read all the comics oh. from him cuz yeah, I gave them to him. Cuz he told he me that he never talked about it, did he? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. talked
2: about it being like the best he, yeah, yeah, and, and Scott story. was like, yeah, it was the greatest thing I've ever yeah. read. <laughs> no, I, I not exactly go with that he route. With me. But
1: it is a fun book. Know, Fujitsu was cool. very fun. I like kind of some of those type things. You read it. So, but yeah, it's my bad. It's good i read you can talk like sarah this, I read oh, yeah. garth ennis steve oh, oh yeah You like this good. i did like this okay
0: because you said the slots was the best thing well, slots
1: know. was probably the best thing but slots is slots is a more of a feel-good though type of sure. thing even in general you know type stuff you sarah's know? dark and sarah is very dark um and which in the artwork is pretty dark too, which kind of fits with the whole story and things. Oh yeah. I mean, it's got There's a couple of maybe a little lighter moments, but not, not really. many. I yeah. mean, it's but overall it's, it's, it's p- war. It's, it's well, it's war. War's you tough. know, and it's is was it World War One or two? I can't even remember. I believe it's World War Two. So, but I mean, it's there where they're fighting the Nazis. There, it's the Russians fighting
0: the Nazis. Yeah, and yeah, it's got to be them too because it's they're World they're talking War One wasn't really that's right. Yeah. They're talking about Hitler and the yeah. Nazis, so yeah, it's World War Two. Was Russia Russia was in World War? Were they fighting Germany? They probably were at that point in time. I always think about, like, the French and the mustard gas and the trench warfare. I never remember hearing much about the
1: Eastern But the the gist of this one is that the Russians are trying to get as many people as they can, obviously, to help fight the, the Germans that are trying to come through. Of course, the Germans, that was always the big thing in the world wars, was they always had the better technology. So, you know, things like their tanks and stuff were pretty much just killers for it. Now, while the Russians have maybe weather and maybe somewhat population on their side... They are still just getting beat down on them. So they have, you know, even the women fighting. In this case, Sarah is part of the this all female sniper group that they have. That's been just tearing up the Germans. And so, uh, pretty much, about halfway through, you find out then the Germans are about sick of this. So they bring their own best sniper that they ever had. You know, there over to Russia to try. It's like a they sniper battle. It is, yeah, a little bit of a sniper battle there towards the, the later half. Did you get
0: an American sniper vibe a little bit? Wasn't he like fighting a sniper in that movie? I was I thought more of a uh, enemy at the gates. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, cuz that, so that one's
1: similar to maybe even World War 2 in that one as well. I think World so. War War one, but yeah. one of them there was the sniper type thing. And that's more the feel I kind of got there. Cool. But yeah, it, it's good. Uh you come to find out, you know, some Sarah has a little bit of uh, what uh skeletons in the closet maybe or something like that or just she's a little bit pissed at her homeland for certain reasons she's pissed at the germans and the that's exactly right and so she just happens to take it out on the germans because of the fact that their government is telling her to or yeah it's easier yeah it's easier that way uh but yeah it gets to the end there and i mean i don't know it wraps up probably the best way it can but But you you know it's it's war people die you know that type of thing so the selection It's usually when these stories happen, it's just what selections they decide who who lives and dies, you know. Because I story. thought
0: it could have been like another arc or something, but obviously after the end of this book, I think it's over. But
1: Yeah, yeah. I would tend to agree as well with but, that. Uh, I don't
0: know, know. The ending was a little, I don't know. It's dark, but I mean, It's dark and it, it seemed more... almost
1: maybe a little rushed in a way. Yeah, uh, it seemed like there could have been a little more. But that, that's okay too, I guess, because of the subject matter, stay. you don't want to overdo that either. Yeah. Um, over, overall, I enjoyed the story uh, type stuff, but it's cool. just, yeah, like you said, it's not definitely not a feel good type of thing and yeah. uh, kind of gives you just a little splash type of thing. And from Garth, it was kind of interesting because whenever I, and it's just probably whatever I've gravitated to of his, but it's usually pretty crude and, you know, oh, yeah, with, is... all, with some, you know, real crazy dialogue, you know, in a lot of yeah. respects and stuff. And this is really toned down. From what I think, from a dialogue standpoint, yeah. you know, I mean, the story itself is going into some dark sure. places and things, but from an overall dialogue, he doesn't go really too crazy with
0: it. No, it feels, feel like. I, I don't know if it's historically accurate, but it feels historically accurate could, like it no, feels like, it like could a be, serious it feels like
1: someone that can be ripped right out of some more yeah. you know story I mean, i'm not
0: saying like it's a true story i'm just saying yeah. it feels very like maybe he would actually researched it and tried to give it like a really realistic feel yeah, yeah and the art helps a lot with that too i, I would agree Steve it's kind it. yeah, of almost that photo realistic yeah he has in some a really good style for this kind of book so yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool yeah I agree. i'm glad you liked it yeah i enjoyed it quite a bit your turn lodger number three so this book is by David and Marie Laugham. Um, they, Laugham David Laugham does Stray Bullets. Stray bullets, yep. So if you've been wanting to check out Stray Bullets, this might be a good one to try just because you don't have all the backstory of Stray Bullets, but it's got a very similar feel. Lodger, which is kind of a weird title, basically there's this guy and he's writing a blog about he's like a traveler guy, so he's a lodger. And he goes around, lodges at different places and writes this little blog about the people he meets and all that stuff. And he's real popular or whatever. Well, it turns out this girl is, like, hunting him down. Like, she's following his blog and trying to find him because she wants to kill him. The reason she wants to kill him is because when she was much younger, they had, like, a relationship. He came into her town, and I think he actually might have... The weird thing about the book is you don't know exactly what he did because the backstory is, is developing as fast as the current story. Like, they keep flashing back, and so you don't know exactly why, but basically he must have killed somebody or did something to her or that relationship and she's jilted but I don't know a lot of things went bad when he came to her town so she's hunting him down and it's funny she keeps like sending him messages on his blog and he keeps like blocking her and she keeps like making new people to send him new messages (laughs) it's like you can keep blocking me but I'm gonna keep making new users and keep you know get on your blog and leaving bad comments and so basically she's hunting him down and he's on the run and he's a bad guy but he's got a blog and he's a watcher
1: and this is number three
0: Yes, is number three. I think it's like five issues. Oh, isn't it? oh is so it? So that's why mind? I'm saying... It's a limited series, huh? It's yeah. a series. Oh. That's why I'm saying if you <laughs> want to check out Stray Bullets, check this out, see if you like it, and if you like it, you might delve into Stray Bullets, because it's got a very similar feel. It does. It's just more
2: self-contained. I have one and two. I don't have three yet, but I haven't read either one of them. So. I would just read them all at once. That's since, probably what I'll do. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much what you do anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to get... I know you're trying dude, to you kind of you're going to
1: review that before Black Analog. analog. Yeah. One through five. Is this a
2: limited series? I don't think so. I don't huh. know. You it's Image. It's not in there Let anymore. Me see. Oh. This mm-hmm. is from a while so ago. So what must have been? <laughs> I bought it and never read it, and I think I stopped buying it before I started reading it. <laughs> I don't know if it just stopped coming out. <laughs> wow. Or if I stopped buying it. It's, <laughs> we call that winning. It's kind of... Well, actually, I hope there is more because I kind of like it. It would It'd be interesting. interesting. Oh, really? It's uh, Jerry Dugan. Jerry Dugan. Good. Well, I don't know it. who the artist is. Um, but, so, it's... what's I
0: see a trend. Like, it seems like every book that you get is, like, sort of like a crime noir type book. And it seems like everything I do is, like, either fantasy or sci-fi from Image. Like, if it's fantasy or sci-fi, I'm like, oh, I'm in. And you, it's like, if it's, like, crime, you're like, oh, I'm in. But
2: I don't... I mean, I read a lot of other stuff too i know almost the same stuff you do mostly sometimes
0: i think we just have different genres that we're a little more
2: excited about i don't know i mean i think this came out in like 2017 or something i don't even know how old this thing is
0: because this looks like a crime spy
2: type it is it's very cemetery beach very uh you know whatever kind of sort of so this is set in the future and basically is what happened the main character he had something to do with it, but I don't remember if they said how he caused it or if they've revealed that yet. But so basically, the cloud crashed like in 2020. Um, the cloud crashed, and it, was, it ex- passwords? and it was accessible. Everything on the internet, everything in the cloud was accessible to everybody. Oh, so, like, everybody's secrets got revealed. Like, if you were doing anything on there, like, anybody this can access it. This
0: is like uh, that uh, book that. Vaughn did what was it called Vaughn Brian K Vaughn the one he did online only with Marcos Martin the first one he did Barrier? Nope the uh, one before that Private
2: Eye or something? Private yeah
0: eye. Private Eye Isn't that what happened in that book like the I cloud know. like everybody's information was out there, yeah, out there. and it, like brought everything and down That's they, right. they were wearing masks. That's where they were wearing masks. Did you read that?
2: Yeah. yeah I don't remember it all. I didn't so. read it all though um, I just read the first couple of issues so online well, maybe that's the same setup, but I think this is different. So I'm basically, sure it is. this guy, he is a a he's a he has the the case. So he's a courier of secrets. So people will hire him if they have something that's secret, like a secret yeah. document or something they don't want anybody to know. Uh-huh. It's gone old school. So they hire this guy to deliver their secret information rather than send it through the mail or send it digitally. So, like some of the people sounds expensive
0: yeah well must be a pretty good secret if you're going to bother to hire
2: somebody to carry it around and so some of the um like he says in there that um some people just said epic like i don't care everything i do is just going to be out there i'll do whatever i want and that's me like some people are just like they have gone completely off the internet like that's why he has a job doing what he does like carrying secrets around and stuff I mean, I think it's usually for, like, corporations and stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, They're yeah. going to do whatever. But, uh, and so then there's another twist in there where, like, it almost, it's almost like, uh, ali- it gave me kind of an alias vibe, the TV show, yeah, alias. Yeah, yeah. But so, like, he's doing this job, and then there's this government faction that they started up that now they want all of the secrets. So they secrets. want him to work for them, and so, like... Once he gets the information, then he has to go to, like, meet up with his handler or whatever, and then they have to copy everything. They want to open the cases and copy everything so that they have everything on file. But he doesn't want to do that because, I guess, he believes in what he's doing, and if they pay him to keep it a secret, he wants to keep it a secret. He wants the government out of it. So it's more or less him trying to skirt... The government trying to keep an eye on him while he's still delivering technology or whatever or not technology but delivering his briefcase of secrets
0: cool if he didn't have as much blood on he'd probably be more secretive right well possibly. that's
2: the first the first delivery it because people oh, try like to everyone, kill him look like another like, one it's like they can kind of come up with a different concept he's like patent. a secret agent kind of and so people are trying to kill him Why they will Why other is this people briefcase always bloody dude is there because a, it's a is there, job. There, yeah job. Are there parts in it? So there are other people that are wanting to Oh, here it like, just has envelopes in it. There are other people that are wanting, trying to intercept the secrets. It'd be cool if he was like... So carry, like, hire body body parts around to try to kill him. This is a hard for a transplant. The briefcase. No, it's usually just info. It's not like, body parts. it be cool I mean, if he was like transporting it. So according well, to this, have to be an analog chest. number
1: six should still be coming out that after five here what you went to is the first uh story arc there should be a six but that who never, knows when it's it never coming came out well the top there, cow? it's, image. No, it's image.
2: image central so number one came out in april of
1: 2018 yeah and so it ended around august-ish or something like that of 2018 and they were talking okay. about that um, the next arc might come out in february of this year do you gotcha. pay much attention so. to what
0: studio each image book comes from? No. Did you know that, like, they're actually, a lot of them are from, like, did you know that Morning Glories is, like, Shadowline? It's actually the Valentino studio. No, I didn't. I didn't know that either. But, who? like, and a lot of the books are Skybound, which is Kirkman's studio. Right. So that's who you need
1: to write to, to tell me, give me my damn hardcover. Yes. For the last one.
0: <laughs> well, then, and then Top Cow, you know, obviously has a studio. And then, it's just, I never really paid much attention to which studio
2: was yeah. which. Well,
0: I, I mean, I assume, like, most books are Image Central, but Skybound puts out a lot of books. And then, uh, you know, Top Cow obviously does quite a few. Yeah,
2: I don't but really buy,
0: buy Wildstorm didn't they do quite a bit? Wellstorm got bought by DC, and generally yeah. now sold all this stuff to DC. Really? So it's not yeah. part of Image anymore. A long time ago. But then some Emily books are really just... works for DC now. He's and then like some there. books are Image Central, which means they aren't part of a studio. It's part but of a studio. Image. Okay. But I guess uh, I didn't even realize
1: that Wildstorm was part of... DC now, yeah. yeah well, I while. knew that D- Jim Lee was doing some work for DC. I didn't He's realize like that he CEO was like CEO or CEO all sorts of big that. things. I'll be Dan. He's like
2: They're one kind of the big three over there, like yeah. Dan DeDio, Jeff Johns, Jeff Jones. Now there's Jim some Jones. lady just kind of yeah. in charge. Of huh? something.
0: There's a lady who got promoted who's in charge of something now. Uh,
2: that was a long. That was probably 10, ten years ago. Wow, ago. he sold Wildstorm. Yeah, That'll it's be been a
0: while. But anyway, yeah, I never. I went through like the previews, and I was like, I wonder what studio each book is. Another interesting fact that if you have a book through Skybound, you aren't it isn't a hundred percent crater owned. Like Kirkman keeps like a quarter of everything.
2: What? Yeah.
0: How? That's the deal. If you go through Skybound, he's like I get twenty five percent in it's
2: the It's totally grade. opposite of the whole I know, right? The whole yeah. point. Well, when I was image. talking
0: to Josh Williamson who does Birthright, I was asking him, he's like yeah, the image or the Skybound deal is a little bit different, you know. Like, they take like 25 week, and we get like 75.
2: Whatever. Of just the book, do they still retain the rights, like, if it goes other so kind of media? Like, no, I think gets... they get
0: 25% of everything. Like, if it gets, like, you know, picked up as a movie, a movie. or something. Wow. But I think, I'm sure there's some advantage to it, too. Maybe he, like, gives them, like, a guaranteed so many issues, you know what I mean? Because a lot of the Skybound books will go long, longer, even though the sales don't seem to be that good. So maybe he, like, you know, gives him more security. I don't know. I mean, maybe he picks up some of the production costs, maybe pays him a page rate. I don't know how it all works. I'm just saying oh. that Williamson... Because like I told in, me, I mean, but any, yeah, like anything it's, else at Image, it's like anything Image do, Central. You just you're
2: just responsible for like the costs, and there's like a fee, like they, a, a fee, right, a flat fee. Yeah. And anything else if it goes into toys, if you make money off merchandising toys, movie that's deals, the Image TV. Central deal. If right. you're in,
0: if you're one of these studios, that's not necessarily the deal because like Top Cow is not that way. I mean, Sylvester I'm sure owns everything in Top Cow. Wow. You
2: know what I mean? Because
0: it's his studio. Right. It's like Rob Liefeld's studio. I mean, he owned Brigade and all that stuff. It's well, not like Panosian had a cut. Right. He just got a page rate.
2: Right. No, no, no. But what I mean is, like, with, with Sylvester, I mean, yeah, he probably has a hand in creating all those, and then he hires people to do the books. Correct. It's not like people are coming to Sylvester going, So, oh, I got this idea for Scout. So it's Skybound cool is
0: Kirkman's imprint, and right. he runs it a little bit differently. Yeah. Than either Sylvester or Image Central, it's something. How'd that, that work out
1: then for Kurtzman? I mean, how'd he become that way?
0: He be, uh, they because, decided to make him a full partner at some point. Is because that because of Walking Dead? Because and, of Walking and, Dead and Invincible, yeah. Probably. And he he did a walking thing where Dead. he like quit Marvel. He said, "I'm just going to do creator-owned stuff now. I'm just going to do all my stuff through Image." And they really liked that, and I think they decided to make him a full partner. And so him. once
1: that happened, then he kind of had his own studio. Then yeah,
0: yeah, they gave him like full partner status, so he could do have his own studio. Do, do yeah. every
1: once. Okay.
0: So, and yeah. he starts
1: making his yeah. own rules and whatever else. Correct. Like so, it anyway. just seemed
0: like yeah, that happened fairly quickly Sorry. in some ways. Bit of a more Dan Clowes patience. More library books. I see that. This sucker's thick. Look at that. I see that. That's some some thickness. This book is weird, dude. Another artsy type of thing, huh? Oh uh, yeah. Imagine that from the library. It's a little artsy. <gasps> So there's patience. Is this girl? That's her name. She's got this boyfriend. Oh, of a course, it's about a... And she tells her boyfriend that she's pregnant. Of course, they have no money and everything's sad. And but they're gonna have the baby and they're gonna raise it. And there, he's the super slice f- of life type of thing. No, he's super <laughs> fired up about having the baby. He's like, yeah, it's gonna be great. You know, I love her so much. She's such a great person. We're gonna make it work. But he doesn't have a job. And he's like telling and her she that kills he, him. But he's telling her that he's he's gonna have a job hides the body but he's lying he's like hanging hanging out porno pamphlets is his only job but he says he's he's telling her he's got some good job that's coming his way or whatever anyway he's he's getting ready to tell her the truth comes back to the apartment she's dead oh
2: she's dead she's dead he didn't do it he comes back and she's dead baby's dead everything's dead hold on he he could have done it he might have been like in a hallucinatory state. you are so he, close he almost. could have been in a hallucinatory You're almost there, state like he freaked out so bad because his wife was gonna have a kid that he formed a second personality and went back so anyway
0: fast forward 17 years that was 2012 this is 2029 oh it was him from the future
2: came back and killed him
0: he's all he's still depressed 17 years later he's just a he's super depressed there's it's this weird future world you know there's some blue girl he's friends with
2: Anyway, this blue girl. Dr. Manhattan's daughter.
0: This blue girl, she knows a guy who has a she, time machine. She knows a guy. And so he finds the guy with the time machine who doesn't want to give it up. But he eventually gets the guy's time machine, like, beats him up, takes his time machine, whatever. He goes back to 2006. That's six years prior to when she died. He's going to do some investigation work because he doesn't know who killed her. He's going to find out. So he's going to go explore her past. So then he's basically following her around, like, before he knew her in her past, like her hometown. You know, Six trying to figure out what's going. Prior? Yeah, he's trying Why to figure don't out. Just show up the day of. The time and machine hide it? is not real accurate.
2: It appears <laughs> not. Yeah. Is it? Is it a Bill and Ted phone booth with the bubble gum
0: on the antenna? Basically. So anyway, so then the book takes us and he's this creepy old guy following this girl around trying to figure out what's So then we're seeing her life as a youth. So, you know, she has like a boyfriend who's kind of a jerk who's, she's, she's who's like, the story who's, like in jail. Or... Yeah, this anyway, so anyway, you. I'll fast forward a little bit. But anyway, so he goes back Eight in time, he page, follows her around, know, and yeah. then he ends up jumping. Like, he gets in trouble there because he like gets involved where he shouldn't, where he might like mess up time. So then he has to jump the forward, and then he ends up like, or then he ends up like even earlier in time when she's like a baby and he like meets her mom, and like it's like all crazy. He finally gets back, and he eventually it all comes around or whatever, but. It's a time travel, basically huh. thing. Slice of life time travel. So you're story. gonna make me Slice read the, of the life book time. to find out who killed her? Well, it's really complicated. Okay. Is like, it? I mean, I mean, I gotta explain a whole lot of stuff to get to the guy who actually is responsible for her Jesus being killed. So it's not him though. It's right. not like he killed her like and then forgot, and it's not like a but, scanner darkling. But, kind but of it thing actually makes
1: sense that somebody did. Yeah, it all comes back.
0: It's something cool. in her past when he's in 2006. There's like a guy in there who does something, and then it all kind of comes around. Like I say. It's very convoluted. I can't. I couldn't explain it without getting away. But you it's, like it? it was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was a fun. little long. It was fun. But uh, it was well done. It, I mean, it kept me interested. I mean, it's a thick book. It's like, I guess it's only a little 175 pages or so. But yeah, no, it's cool. I like Dan Clowes quite a bit. Yeah. He did that Wilson book, and then he did like a Velvet Glass and Iron, and then he did Ghost World. The so Wilson he,
2: book was the one that. It, uh, Woody Harrelson made a movie out of that Matt was here. That Matt was talking about. Hmm. Okay. I talked about that one. Oh, okay, we might it. as well... Man, maybe, maybe you can
0: explain this book to me. You yeah, know, we, girls... we might as
2: well jump right into time travel. No kidding. And hard to d- explain and... This book doesn't make any sense, does it? <clears throat> sure it does. It makes okay.
0: perfect yeah. sense. Okay, I guess I should read it all at once.
1: There's time travel going on, okay? And you've got... Yeah. You've got the people... That once time travel was have you established
2: 25
1: i think so i'll of the game close I mean, you very close there. if not quite there I but, think he uh, is. you have the time travel you got the old timers in which once time travel was ex- discovered they basically said okay with the time travel it has to be very locked down you can't go back and change anything all that other type stuff then you got the teenagers, though, at some point in time throughout the time travel type stuff and things, they decided, oh, fuck that. We can go and do whatever the heck else we want to. We can go change things for the better here, where whatever we need to do. And so now they're in this time travel battle, war, because the old timers keep trying to go back and clean up the messes that the freaking teenagers are doing. But at some point in time, one of the old timer, well, it shows you in here, one of the yeah. old timer, you know... uh, uh the higher-ups, so to speak, you know, uh, got killed by the teenagers during the mm-hmm. war. And so now it's become more of a personal gotcha. vendetta than just whatever it was going before. Anyway, go mm-hmm. ahead.
2: Great. I didn't even know any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so do you like it? Yeah. No, it's good. Um, I mean, I really liked the, y- the Y2K arc that they did. Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That is and pretty then, good. Then they find out that... Uh, Okay, so like one of the kids, like, found out that she was gonna die from leukemia or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh And so then now they're so they jump from the Y2K and they go like way far into the future. Yeah. And they talk that real weird funky. Yeah, that's what I'm Like, oh, you speak old English or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But they. The two of the girls they split up and they take her to the hospital because they're gonna. They're like, we're in the future. They should have cured cancer. I don't, right know, now. If, I don't
0: know. if Scott got Did You get that far? Did You get that far?
2: Hmm. I may have really given up to twenty. Oh. Could
1: have been, but keep going.
2: Well, okay. So anyway, they 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 basically go into this hospital and they corner this doctor and they basically force him to cure her because they're like they go to the library. And the library is like this tree of knowledge kind of thing yeah. or whatever. And so Star they basically Wars. ask him. They're like, "Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like the Star Jedi Wars. Academy <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> like very like, much like three. Um,
1: so but they, the archives don't show that. Right. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <they> understand.
2: <laughs> so they go and try to find out, and they're like, "Yeah, like all the cancer's been cured or whatever at this point." And so they're like, "So then they're like, okay, great. Now we have to go to a hospital, and we'll get a doctor to cure you." And then we can find our... They're still trying to find their way back. And then there was one point in there where... I'm getting sidetracked, but this whole book is sidetracked. <laughs> There's a point in there where much. the girl... One of the girls had written a note to herself, like... In the future or in the past to, like, be delivered to her. Like, at this time, tells them to go... To a certain Back place, to the future at a certain time, yeah. right? I'm Marty McFly, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. so anyway, we've been go, holding on to this letter for fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the hospital, and they basically con his doctor into um, into curing her. And uh, the doctor does like all these scans on her, and she's like. You don't have cancer. You'll never have cancer. Like, you won't ever. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, whoever did this didn't have a blah, blah, blah machine. And then it said that, basically, she gets cancer from time traveling. (laughs) Oh. And so, like, certain... Is it certain people or whatever are susceptible to, like, cancer from time traveling? So, it's like a really weird circle loop. Because now that she's time traveled, that's how she's going to get cancer. And then... And I don't think that one's curable, right? Like, right. They were saying that one's not curable. I don't think Scott got that far, though. So um, and then cool. there's also a weird thing with... Because there was that arc where they're back in time, and they had that lady. Yeah. Which, that was annoying as hell when they did the book. Or when they did the, the, the Neanderthal people. Yeah. And they were speaking in a different language, like, through almost translate. the whole book. Huh? And he didn't translate Yeah, and he didn't translate it. And then he held a contest... That whoever sent in like the best caption for the translation would win a prize. <laughs> well, I remember oh that god. we
0: stand on guard, he wouldn't translate the French. Right. I'm yeah. like,
2: dude, I don't want to look up French. There because was. Of your oh my program. god, and I read, uh, I read, I got caught up on Manifest Destiny. Did a fucking issue in there where it was all in French. Oh, yeah. yeah but they so. put the translation in the back in and the letters back pages. Oh my god, I was pissed. Yeah. What the hell am I reading? And then I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I go, yeah, the whole thing—it's when it's that thing. younger girl is like yeah, writing that yeah, letter. Yeah, it's and like them. the whole thing is in French. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. What okay, so reading? back to Paper Girls. Right. <laughs> so anyway, and then like five like, more issues. Five yeah. more issues. So then Ooh. the another the girl that wrote herself the letter to like tell them how to get out of there, I think, shows up at the end or whatever, and is like. What it worked, <laughs> like like the letter worked or whatever I don't know it's very time travel it's very time travelly. it gets really crazy but I mean yeah you to go back and read
0: the whole thing apparently five more issues and also
2: back like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably the best
0: way to write it, to read this
1: one in yeah. general though yeah I mean it's but, interesting how he does the arc because well, it seems like East Arc is you know making a jump you know to a different time yeah. zone and maybe hello focusing Barbara a more, focusing a little bit more on one uh, hey, of the girls in particular
2: life? yes <laughs> Um, but it's, oh, it's good. I like that. hello, Barbara. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yes, so what I was saying is when they no. go back when they're in that past, that girl has that baby, yes, and those three no Neanderthal guys that are all three the father apparently of the baby, Something. they kidnap the baby. Yeah, well, in the when they go into the future, the the baby is that old lady. Well, no, the old lady is there. The old lady is the lady that had the baby.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: But her son is the Calls baby. her yeah is the baby, but her son calls her a sister. And there was some weird thing where it's like, well, it was a weird thing where she like gave him to her. They went into the future and then she gave him to like her sister or somebody and raised them as like brother and sister instead of mother and daughter or something. So the the old guy that's like the head of the old stuff oh the old-timers he's thing. the baby from oh, from, the, from there from okay. the beginning okay. well
0: another thing for scott yeah
2: oh sorry that's okay <laughs> damn i said I'll he
0: be, hasn't read the
1: last i'll forget issues. it by the time i read read the last five issues well i don't know
2: you had when was the last when did you read that you did a pretty good explanation of the whole overarching so the story. Because he doesn't read as much
0: stuff as us. His brain is fresher. <laughs> my
2: brain is fresher. That's right. I got uh, all those damn board game rules
1: in my head. Do you want to talk out. about Thrawn? Well, real quick, yeah. This is the thing. This is why I didn't read very much was because I was reading this freaking 300 and some page book. And, and I read slow, I think. But uh, it's from Timothy Zahn, who I really like as a... A star wars author he wrote you know the thron trilogy what they call the thron trilogy which was kind of the big kind of got star wars back going again there in the late 80s early 90s uh it took place right after the uh well not right after but it took it was a trilogy after return of the jedi so there's a set it's of books what there.
0: this new movie should have been uh
1: probably so in a lot of ways. Uh, Thrawn, though. The the neat thing from Timothy Zahn was when he wrote the that Drawn trilogy, he had about four characters or so that really were just extremely popular in different ways. Thrawn by far was probably the most. Mara Jade was the other one. He had uh, Talon Karde, who was kind of like a smuggler type. Yeah, I mean, and then he had like that uh, that Jedi Joris something or oh, was he popular? Joris uh, Seboth or it, whatever. Somewhat, you know. But I would, yeah, maybe he was probably on the least of of the of those ones but you definitely had the other three that that got nice spinoffs and stuff I mean Helmar Jade was all over the place there for the longest time but Thrawn the interesting thing was at the end of the Thrawn trilogy spoiler alert for something that's been out there for 20 some years don't tell me because
0: I haven't read the last book
1: you have not read the last book no okay well then I guess I won't <laughs> tell you spoiler alert for something that's been out there for 20 years but anyway it, it's always made something <laughs> difficult how how that ends it makes it difficult for him to write additional books for about Thrawn so when he does stuff like this, he's got to... Well, and now he's in... T- Timothy's on now is writing, you know, stories for Disney. In which Disney now has brought gone to him and said, Hey, we love Thrawn. You know, we like this character. While all the rest of that stuff is part of the legacies, you know, the old books. And not really part of, you know, the really canon anymore. We want to bring Thrawn back into the fold. And so that's what they did, you know, in Rebels and, and things of this nature. So while we did Thrawn do the stuff that he did in his Thrawn trilogy well no not necessarily now you know that's all wiped out of there now they've got a new timeline but they've got Thrawn now who's the same type of character as what he had before and just doing new adventures in different things it's good because I like the character of Thrawn I mean by far Mara Jade Thrawn they're two of the best characters I think that somebody not named Lucas created you know type of scenario so seeing Thrawn back into the fold here is, is really cool um, this story in particular, I don't know how much I, I liked it. It's kind of got this weird feel in which it's almost like uh, I don't know. It's like somebody said, "Hey, write a story because we got to blend Thrawn into the 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 original trilogy and all it's this other book. type of stuff." So basically, the story of this Thrawn alliances is, is it's almost two stories in one. Okay, they. With the idea as Thrawn pictures, yeah, Thrawn and <laughs> Vader both Dar- Thrawn and Darth Vader have been sent by the Emperor to the unknown regions to complete a task for him. That he's felt a disturbance in the Force. Okay, so that's part. Of, that's one of the stories. And the other story is is that even before the like essentially during the Clone Wars, that's basically Padme Anakin met up with Thrawn, and they have an adventure type of thing in the unknown regions. So it's this weird blend of two different timelines, you know, but sticking Thrawn in them. So it's like trying to insert him back, insert in him the, into the, the overall canon type of scenario. It's it, sometimes it feels a little forced. I I don't think that the Padme um, Anakin one is good side as good as the Vader side, but it's it's different. Uh, it it was a little bit uh more of a struggle for me getting through this. It's probably from Timothy's on. I like a lot of what he writes because he he tends to be pretty condensed. He you know he goes at a really good pace. I don't think that he's over ever really overly descriptive, but he gets enough there across to give you a good buildup of where he's at, what he's doing, you know, things of this nature. In this story, because of that kind of flip flop back and forth, I don't know that I cared for it as much. Like I said, I felt one side was stronger than the other. And because he's flip-flopping back and forth, I don't know that either side really gets as much as what it really needed to in, in different ways. Hmm, so nice out of a lot of his them. books, it's probably not, the, not definitely not one of my favorites there from him. But I, he's read, sell it. I sell
2: read, it. read the Heir to the Empire series. I have those books. Yeah, Heir Isn't to the Empire. I not read the, the third one. Don't Heir
1: to the, the Empire it. is the Thrawn trilogy. I read it 25 don't years know ago. I, know. I don't one.
2: remember what happened in the last Shh. one 25 years ago. <laughs> The last command is the last one of those. Yeah, right. Right. Is this a three is this a trilogy yeah. then? No, it really is not a trilogy. It's it's Did you a this it's a it's a standalone
1: it's a standalone story. Again. It wraps up there at the end and everything else. It, it, in some ways maybe it's trying to here again throw different things into the canon, get like the tie defenders. Right. You know, because it's like a three-pronged, you know, flying TIE fighter type stuff. Well, according to this story, Thrawn helped create those, you know, or whatnot. So,
0: it, it, you know, it's that type of thing where they're trying to throw some different stuff in there. So that's pretty funny. Most of the time when we have like a book up here, someone will grab it and flip through the pages to see the pictures, the art. Yes. Don grabbed the novel and started flipping through. Well, that's what words look like. Now, that's right. I
2: wanted to flip through it because I was curious. Well, the cool I thing mean, is, is that ooh, there's a yeah. poster. It's a Noble exclusive with yeah. a double-sided pull-up poster. So you want to see the poster? Well, no, I wanted to see how our word print was. Like, I wanted okay. to see how many pages it was. I was curious about yeah. the book. Uh,
1: no, it, yeah, the words aren't too bad. It's pretty, no. pretty decent size. It's it. about what 340 pages or so, something yeah. like that. So it's not real long as books go. Uh, but I don't. I did just didn't keep my interest as much as
0: some of the other Timothy's I have all did.
2: of my books read to me now So by, my phone. by
0: your phone alright we got about two minutes left I'm cutting you guys off so okay. I'm going to do one more quick one well you gotta do Black Hammer I mean that's what I was like been waiting it for Bird's the whole night I've already it uh, I have got you got that one? Has he? American Probably. Vampire Volume 1 and 2 from the library you got those? I got Stephen King? Cool. are you, you going to read all of them? Do they, have they a- had most of them at the library I don't know if they had all of them Vertigo huh? So this is a cool story. It's about this uh, vampire called Skinner Sweet. He was in, he was made a vampire back in, like, uh, Western days, like 1900s, early 1900s, I think. But somehow, when he got made a vampire, he's like a new breed of vampire. He can go out in the daylight. And so this series is basically him going through history and the different things. So, like, the first arc, it's kind of like a two-part story. One is about, like, this actress... Um, who's in like the 1930s and runs into him and the other story running parallel is actually scripted by Stephen King and it's about his actual creation like you know the story of his like um, his origin his or whatever his birth as a vampire not his birth as a person. <laughs> but uh, anyway the story about the actress was about an actress and she becomes a vampire because of Skinner Sweet the same kind of vampire and so they're basically the, the two characters that are kind of going to, looks like they're going to run through. Because then when we get to volume two, it's basically set in Las Vegas in the 1940s, I think. Uh, yeah, 1936. Sorry, it's a little bit, not too much further after the first book. But Skinner Sweet's, like, set up in Las Vegas, and he's into more trouble, and it introduces new characters. So each book is, like, going to be sort of a different, you know, time time in American history with, you know, Skinner Sweet and this girl, Mm -hmm. and kind of as they go through it. And, you know, uh, in the first book, you know, when when he's first created, he kills some people, and, of course, those people have since formed, like, vampire hunting societies, and they have grudges against him, and they're trying to, like and down, and then all the old vampires, like the ones from like Europe who can't go out in the daylight, they're all like fighting with Skinner Sweet too because they don't like him because he's the new upstart, and you know they like they're more like dignified Europeans, so it's kind of like a European vampire versus American vampire kind of through American history, and then hmm. there's all sorts of he basically creates a bunch of crap as he goes through and is making more enemies and stuff, so. But, like, the one in Las Vegas is cool because it's, um, about, uh, while they're building the Hoover Dam, you know, like, so, I mean, it really has, like, historical historical stuff in it, you know, things that are important in American history type of thing. So, so far, the first book I thought was okay It didn't draw me in as much. It's ironic. I like Stephen King so much, but, him scripting a comic book, I don't think he quite has the beats right, you know? Yeah. Like, he's a good writer, but it's just a different format, and he's still kind of feeling his way around. And so he does some things that aren't really ideal for the comic book format, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. And so it doesn't flow quite as well as the Snyder stuff, because Snyder, I think, is more of a comic book guy. More comic book and by the second book, Stephen King isn't scripting anymore, so it's yeah, all Snyder. And case. then it felt like it flowed a little better. And <laughs> I mean, and it... I don't know. It's pretty good. The first... First volume one I was kinda like, eh, I don't know what the big deal about this book. But the second book it's starting to kinda come together, you're kinda starting to see the characters and how they and fit the into world the bigger story. To build yeah, and it's starting way. to come together pretty well. And So I like it. The Albuquerque, Raphael Albuquerque art is really solid. I mean he's a really good artist. So yeah. anyway, American Vampire, it's it's a pretty popular book, so I don't know that I need to sell you on it, but it's pretty solid. Cool. Enjoy it. I'll read the rest, hopefully, if they haven't at the library.
2: Okay. I'll, I bought the hardcover omnibus that has all of yeah, it I know um, so I'm gonna get to that I know what omnibus is cool are you caught up on Hammer Hales, 7 yeah, I don't think I have 7 maybe I do the 7 the one where it gets all meta and you, it has like Jeff Lemire as the creator at the end and you see all the comic book creators yeah, like yeah, and yeah clouds yeah. and all yes, that
0: yes yes I read that one okay I don't really like Rich Tommaso really
2: I don't know why people, right. know right. people get all bent out of shape about him. I don't, he's okay. It's a style. I mean, it's a style. It's fine. It's it's not Dean Armstrong, and it's I don't really know Dean that Ormstern. it doesn't fit. I don't know that I like it on Black Hammer, but I like I like uh, Rich Tommaso on other stuff. But so Black Hammer, yeah, I'm all cut up. So so is this like a
1: little mini series or? Uh,
0: no,
2: it's right? like the second volume. Is it it's okay. rebooted?
0: Um, well, he did one series that was like twelve issues. Now he's re now he started with a new number one called Age of Doom. Doom. Right. That's what I didn't
1: so know if like, like this was like another it's little like an arc. Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, it's a continuous. Think of it like Hellboy. A, yeah. Okay, Hellboy would have yeah. all these They'd stories. Have different arcs. Yeah, these it's different... a continuous. But they continue. It continue as you continues. Go. Uh, but It continues. But continues that same overall world yeah. in right. a lot of ways. So I mean, we're. I think the last time we talked about it was when they found out that they were living they were on living a on a spaceship out in a, mode, and in a computer program. Stasis, whatever, yeah, type and thing. the one, the older guy wants to go back. <laughs> He's like, Put me back in there Yeah. Who's that? Black no. Hammer? No. Um, uh, Black Hammer's dead. No. Well yeah. we don't know what happened to Black right. Hammer. He's gone though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's the, the guy that was Hang yeah, the, the, he, the, had a he had a girlfriend. He was
0: he was living a good life.
2: Yeah, he was like the grandpa of the of the family, of the clan of the clan. Um, yeah, he but, enjoyed it. Yeah, put and me then back it, in the Matrix. Right, put me back in the Matrix. I can't do it. The Matrix is broken. It's like, I can't put you back in there.
0: Well, they do come out, right? Like their ship does come back to Earth. Is that what happened? Right,
2: and I think that's when Rich Tomaso takes over and it and goes, goes all manic. kind of funky. Weird, yeah, because he has a really.
0: It's, we're kind of in the middle and of the then, thing right now. Yeah. Like they came back and everything was supposed to destroy the universe, and everything went right. weird. And I don't know where it's going from here. Well, and then
2: that when that is a funky ass cover. That's Feral Dalrymple. Yeah, that's Feral Dalrymple. That's Rich Tommaso. Oh, sorry, I like Feral Dalrymple. I do too. Um. So I think when when it all happened or whatever, then he went into this weird thing where he was going around and he meet, met up with this group of characters, and they were all like. The afterthought character, or like yeah. not fully developed characters, mm-hmm. it was like they're just like a rabbit and a pig and a goose and like all this other stuff. And they're like, well, our creator only had us like one time ta- or didn't put us, in, us, one panel. Panel. We put us in one panel, out. we never got fleshed out. And then it goes really crazy at the end where they're like around the creator, and obviously it's Jeff Lemire, but I mean, you can see him standing there. Like, all their heads are in the clouds. Like, those are all the creators of, like, the comic book stories that all these characters were in or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it just got really Grant Morrison. (laughs) It went total Grant Morrison. (laughs) Kind of weird. Um,
0: Okay, so, are you done? You're the one going. Okay, well, I'm done with that. I just uh, wanted to, so the December... We're done.
2: No, oh, the December uh, issues, all the Marvel December issues, they did a that's super Stanley, Stanley tribute. tribute. Did you yeah. see what I don't I've like
0: it. Seen it and I've heard of it and I don't care.
2: Really? Oh, I thought it was kind of neat. So you open it, it really and it's covers like, horrible. Doesn't tell what the book is. Yeah, I know. Well, it's right down there. Okay. Uncanny it does tell you that it's a, Uncanny, yeah. I don't like that. And so like it opens to like just black pages, that's another black page, that's and it's a Bill Noto. Um, does it have the same picture in every book? Yeah, yeah it's the same thing in every Brilliant. book. And then at the end it has like one of his uh, soap boxes. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I mean, it kind of embodies. It's a little about racism. It? Yes, it's all about racism. No, so. is it
0: the one in the soap box about it? No.
2: Okay. But anyway, yeah, it's in every issue. They did the black, black yeah. band across. I thought it was neat. Exactly. I don't know. When, really at, when I went
0: to the comic store and you got this wall of like all these books, they all look the same and I didn't care for it.
2: Really? It's yeah, Stanley, nice. man. It's Stanley, yeah. Deal with it for a fucking month. <laughs> I'm not liking
0: it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm
2: loving it. Um, oh, uh, also, I just wanted to mention really quick I got caught up on Spider Man. Yeah. And Ryan Otley. Was awesome. is awesome. It's awesome. We knew that. Spider Man just got bloodier. Well, of course. Ryan <laughs> Otley's doing it. I, I heard they're quadruple shipping it next.
0: Look. Are they awesome? Yeah.
2: That's great. Yeah. yeah, so like Ryan Otley did like the first I- six issues. Yeah. And then he took a break. And then um, I don't remember who they jumped on to take over.
0: Bacallo. Yeah, What's Bacallo. What's Bacallo doing?
2: I think it. Yeah, it's
0: Bacallo. Oh, that's not a bad choice. Uh, mm-hmm. alternate between Bacallo and Ollie. Well, now he's
2: back after that. So then... Ramos. Humberto Ramos. Humberto so Ramos. Humberto Ramos did like five issues and then um and then Always Back. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It was just funny 'cause uh Spider Man's you know, bloodier. Spider Man's bloodier. Blood everywhere. Nice. So not, not everywhere. everywhere. No. But it just it it threw me back to like the old days where like like when X Force was coming out, you know, or even a little bit before that where they couldn't do red yeah. blood, so they would make the blood a different color. I mean, it's sure. light red. Obviously, it's now, but yeah, it's like Peter Parker with, like, you know, bloody a, a bloody nose. Yeah, it was, like, blood running down his for face. For some reason, he stuff. looks
0: just like Invincible. <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go. Not really. I know, I'm joking. He looks slightly similar, but it's still Peter Parker. Cool. It is different, but...
1: You want to talk about Criminal? Nah, no.
0: Exactly. You don't want to? It's good? Hey. Excellent! Oh, it's so good. Ed Brubaker and Sean Cooler, so, so it's got to be great. Yeah, I got Criminal Number One. I'll talk about it real quick. Yeah, it's awesome. It's gonna be a monthly. It's gonna come out ongoing. He's just gonna keep doing criminal stories for a while. It sounds like sweet. Awesome. Um, but uh, it's really cool. Have you read all the criminal? Right? I've read a lot of. Them. I, I read can them say over all time, them, but, uh... at the end of this, he's got this cool thing where he like kind of summarizes each book a little bit. Oh, cool. Like he kind of says which, and he kind of explains how some of them are connected, like which character and how. This was, you know, mm-hmm. each character was connected. Because it all kind of connects, but loosely, you know? Oh, wow. So, it's pretty cool. It's, it was fun reading through and seeing, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that is that guy's son or that guy's, you know. Right. And this one connects, too. It has to do with uh, some of the same characters. But cool. Cool. Oh, wow. That's I think it's cool. I think it's a single issue. I don't think it continues. Really? Yeah. Even though or it's going it, to be a
1: continuing series, though? Or maybe he's going like?
0: to, yeah, it's going to be Maybe he's going to come back around to it. But it kind of sounded like it was kind of done. But, uh
2: Yeah, Criminal's
0: good. So good. so He is good at crime.
2: Um, That reminded me, I don't know why, but it popped in my head. Goon's coming back. I saw that. It's in the new previews. That has nothing to to do with criminal. Well, no, but I mean, (laughs) criminal's back. Goon's coming back. Okay. Um, Eric Powell's doing the goon again with a new number one.
0: Yes. Through his own imprint. I wish he'd put book three of the goon library back in print. Get that going. Were well, there are only
2: four? Five. I've, there's five of them? Five libraries. Is five available?
0: Four and five and one and two are available. Okay. There's no three. Which I is have, the one
2: I don't have. That's where I, have one, I stopped. I have one, two, three, and four. I need oh, five. You're solid then. Get, get your five before it's out of solid. You want to buy number three from me? Yes, for, for like 50 A $1,000? 200 What's it going for online? I don't know. <laughs> all
0: right. Anyway, that's all we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Tell your friends.